now we are here and we are live on rumble thank you for watching us and listening to us if you do listen to us on the auto only broadcast i'm going to turn on my light here thank you for watching us and and hold on whatever and with that let's get this party started with the opening the gloves are off the gloves are off and freedom of speech is absolute welcome to the uncensored podcast where nothing is off limits. So stick your trigger warnings up your ass. Y'all need Jesus! <laughs> and we are back. Thank you so much, guys, for coming here um, and watching us live on rumble and we are also going to be broadcasting everywhere on the audio only version all you have to do is sit there and watch us all right so let me start out by welcoming my co-host flying rich and dld after dark who's making an instagram live to try to send people over here while he is doing that i want to do a quick little thing that i think we should do every freaking week and it is our firearms check tonight i am carrying my trusty glock 19 here a glock 19 and is it loaded Excellent. yes it is it's loaded because it's actually my indoor carry pistol for tonight. Beautiful. Rich, what you got? As always, Sig P365. And hold on, where's the second bag? Oh, it's in the second bag pocket. Ah, uh, yeah. With 10 plus 1 and 12. Ready nice. to go. Nice. So today, um, I didn't feel like carrying the standard 43X, so I went a little bit bigger. I'm just kidding. Uh, for everyone out there, I held up a ten and a half inch AR. Uh, so I am, as, woo, I am as usual, carrying the uh, Glock 43X with the shield uh, S15 magazine. However, it's an S15 magazine with a plus five extension, so that is twenty plus one in that mofo. And as uh, John had pointed out on his carry gun, mine also is very much loaded with one in the pipe and i got the uh, g9 defense ammo and i got a little bit of uh, a salad so i got the external hollow point on top and then the buffalo killers below it and every every single uh, other one is staggered uh let me ask you guys yeah, a question let me ask you guys a question really quick yeah. how many times do you, uh, i carry one on the pipe too and when I eject it, I only try to do that um, about two or three times before it goes into my shoot mm -hmm. pile. Mm -hmm. Right. How many times do you guys use the same round over and over again? Um, so, if, all right. If for some reason I need to take my mag out of my gun and the one in the pipe, I make note of and I swap it with another one in the stack. All right. I just... Do it about two, th two or three times, and just uh, you know. I'll be honest. I am the guy that keeps ammo in there for way too long. Um, what I do essentially is I inspect it. If the uh, rim of the casing is still decent, then I still run it. You know, I've had some ammo literally in my carry mags for 
over a year, sometimes more. And I just cycle through. Like when I take one out of the head, out of the pipe, I will pop a few out and then cycle it. Like I'll alternate them so I'm not having the extractor chew up the rim on like the same yeah, one. I don't care about the extractor. I'm worried about the bullet getting seated further into the case. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm worried about. But let's just go ahead and jump into our topic now. All the above are, are important. You just got to inspect them. Yeah, let's just jump into the topic. Tonight's topic is going to be my topic. I am leading this. Next week, Dark's going to be coming up with the topic, and he's going to be leading. But tonight is my topic, and it's one that we were going to do on the second episode of the Uncensored Podcast, but we ended up doing something else. So now we are in the fifth episode, and we are going to be discussing where is your line in the sand? This is one of the topics of tonight. Where is your line in the sand? Everyone says they have a line in the sand, and you see a lot of people online saying, come and take it and everything else. Like, uh, they, their line has already been crossed, but yet it doesn't seem that way. Yeah. So I wanted to discuss what a line in the sand is and what that actually means. To me, a line in the sand is this is there is no price that is I, I'm unwilling to pay not to cross this line. I will go up to this line, but not a step further. I would not cross this line. This is my line in the sand. If you cross this line, you're you're in trouble because I will not back down. This line is irrevocable. It is here, and this is where it stands. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I'm not talking about gun rights. It could be anything. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I guess it could be any level of governmental overreach. It could be um, the happenings of an election. Uh, it could be you know whatever is important to you as an individual. And, excuse me, I think there's several kind of layers to this. Um, so th this may kind of open up and develop to even more of a conversation, but uh, it's a very individual thing. And I think, you know, most people have this, uh, I'll call it, dare I say it, an excuse. And they'll say, well, my line is when it shows up on my doorstep. Dude, it's been on your doorstep for a century. It's just... <laughs> A, a different family member, a different doorstep. Uh, you know, it, uh -huh. tyranny uh -huh. has been, uh, you know, pulsing through the veins of our country for a very long time. So I think people say that as in, well, if the ATF comes and knocks on my door, then I'll definitely, like, that's my line. You know, give me your guns. No. Right? Like, we we kind of have to uh, think beyond that. That's that. when I hand him the high point. Here you go. Yeah, I don't even think I could do that. No, I'm the, uh, I don't have the discipline. What are your thoughts on that, John? Uh, my thoughts is a lot. It has to do a lot with with tyranny and oppression of freedom, and we're getting kind of close to that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. Oppression of freedom is something that we are seeing more and more of. Not only gun rights, but religious rights, freedom of speech. 
everything. If you I look, bet. if you look at what's going on with with the Twitter file files, for example, they're like mm-hmm. Twitter's a private company; they can do whatever they want, and they did whatever they wanted back then. But Twitter is not. That's now X is not where I had an issue with. What I had an issue with was the government saying censor this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yes. Don't report yes. on the Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop. Don't do this. Don't don't say that COVID is was escaped from a lab, even though now we know that it was <laughs> a lab created yeah. thing. Don't don't say that the vaccines don't work. Don't say you know. Yell my back. Tell me it's raining. Yeah. Don't 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 let people say that masks are effective of stopping COVID. Yeah. And stuff like that, right? So, now, we, when we talk about line in the sand, I, I'm not sure what the response is. If you're talking about an extreme response, line in the sand is F with my family. But what yeah. if it comes in other ways? What if what if what they're coming for? And this is kind of where the nuance comes in. Um, there could be something that wouldn't directly F with your family, but by them doing something or not doing something, it could impact your capability of protecting or defending them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, or like this. All right. During COVID, they shut down short churches. They shut I, down churches. I go to church. Yep. Yep. I, if my church was shut down, I might kick in the door and have service all by myself. Uh, I'm getting some feedback that the background is making some people dizzy. <laughs> Sorry. And I just bought that. Damn it. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. You have like 80 bucks. It looks 80 good. 80 bucks. Jeez. Did they hand make it for you? Yeah, whatever. Sorry, I just got a message. I, I mean, that may there was only one person. So if anyone else out there, I was has, trying not to look at it. Has different feedback. <laughs> Maybe I, if you play it slower. I was wondering why my uh, like stomach started to hurt. I was like, man, I feel like like car sick. <laughs> Wait, whatever. I, I had a like a a futuristic cityscape going on back there. He said it. So Zanti said, uh, if they start burning books again, I'm hiding my copy of Crumpy's book. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I got mine right over here. From my cold, dead hands. You're not getting this book. Or as Goonbeam says, from my warm, luminescent fingers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, go ahead, Crow. So let's just get back on the topic and stop talking about books. Yeah. Um, we are a bunch of EDD people here. So I'm trying to keep this more focused. Okay, so one of the things that I have noticed, and it was one of my lines in the sand, is when they were threatening to lock everyone down, like a true like Australian-style lockdown. Yeah. I mean, I think that was a line in the sand, and I think it would have been too far for most Americans. We're not Australia. Right. And we're not going to be locked down that way. Um, Highly disappointed in that penal colony. Yeah. Yeah. But in Australia, you got to remember, I mean, they would find you if you're outside your house. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, look, there, there was a time, like you said, when literally people were told that they were not allowed to go worship at church, right? Well, the, a, I, you know, here in the United States, yes. And, and I, yeah. I was, so I wasn't going to a church at that time. And, you know, now I, I'm probably at church a couple times a week. Uh, so I'm hoping I would encourage my, my pastor, like, you need to stay open. You need to stay yeah. TF open. Well, and I think that's kind of part of our responsibility and our obligation to encourage other people to push beyond and fight too, because I think people get confused and they think when we say fighting against governmental overreach that they may think we're actually talking about physically fighting. And though oh, that might, it might come to that though. Of course, though there absolutely is a time for that. Sometimes fighting against governmental overreach is just, you know, having a YouTube channel is just, you know, having your voice heard or having all of your view viewers' voices heard or just going out to lobby day or whatever your way of, you know, doing some, having some type of part to, you know, fight back against any kind of governmental overreach. But looking back on COVID, man, that, that was a in my opinion a dress I, rehearsal yeah i feel like that was a test run to see how far they could push people and since then if you look at like the last three and a half years if i didn't know any better i would look back and, and i would say man it really looks like they're trying to push people of opposing thoughts and beliefs to committing violence mm -hmm. so they can have exactly what they want right like your boy ray epps walking through dc like we need to go inside the capitol we need to take him to where to take everyone to where the problems are which is inside the capitol and the most beautiful moment was when that dude turned around and was like fed fed <laughs> like pointing at it and the dude totally ended up being a state actor even if he was a civilian 100 no doubt in my mind ray epps is a fed He's a fed. Uh, what what I want to say is my YouTube conspiracy theory flagging filter went on as soon as you started talking Ray Epps and thank God we're on Rumble. I'm like, yeah. yeah, we can't say that. I'm like, huh. Yep, yep. I can touch a gun if I want. All right, Rich. That's um, not part of the topic, so but stay focused. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm appreciating so, the freedom of speech, but I, I think we've got uh, our freedoms guaranteed in the Bill of Rights don't say in case some Kung flu gets us. Yeah. So, they're, so they're what, not... so what's your line in the sand? Whew, that that's a tough one. I have over the years, I have given thoughts to that. I mean, at, at what point are you saying run down the street like Rambo and, and, and take it out people? What are we talking about here? I think the, the, is it okay if I kind of rephrase it? Yeah. Yeah. When, when is it appropriate and morally acceptable for you to grab your gun and say no more? And I, I've, I've thought about this a little bit and I'm totally open to talking about it as well, but you I, we're on you if you want to explain. You know, certainly. You know, any any kind of physical harm to my family, for sure. Um, as far as civil rights, that that's a whole tough one. 
that's hopefully it's not just you alone because then you're a crazy person hopefully uh when you look at gun rights in this country look at state by state different uh rights it, florida is one of four states where you do not have the right to open carry there's an asterisk there yeah. um besides when fishing i yeah and hunting on your way to fishing or hunting yes mm -hmm. so and while doing that now what what I think back to is the civil rights movement uh, with Martin Luther King. The, the, the blacks would be getting beat up on the court steps by the state police, by the police, and all that, until they until... stood on the steps with their rifles slung over their shoulder. Yeah. And then that crap stopped. Changed the tune a little bit. Now, that it... ended very well for MLK. Right, right. Well, are, I don't know if you're being facetious or not. Yes. Okay. Well, well, look, well, look at the Bundy Ranch too. Yeah. Same yeah, thing. That, I, wow, it, it's that's totally been erased from my memory. They're uh, not. But, they're not used to that. They're not used to civilians standing up and saying no, fuck you, no more. But what was Bundy Ranch Part Two? That that was where Levi Finnicum was. Uh, but that was shot that, down. that was totally different. That was that was a bunch of people trying to hijack something. I will say right now. Um, well, that was I not their I... rally. That was not their. Uh, they went there, um, and they they showed up at a rally, uh, like a, a a rally, and they try to recruit people to go out there, and mm -hmm. there was a there was a lot of conspiracy theories to say that that was an op. Because the okay. organizers of it, they were like, what are you talking about? That's not the plan, dude. Yeah. Well, Lavoy Finnegan, uh, that was shot down, he, he, he actually was a former sheriff. So yeah. um, that that's an interesting twist. Now, the Bundy Ranch, uh, can, knowing what I know now about J6 and considering the Bundy Ranch, I'm surprised they didn't, you know, ID everybody and come them six months later no they you they, know, they have they busted a lot Bundy of them Ranch? they busted oh, yeah. a lot of them yeah but but not all of them and consider the timing that that had occurred right very different time if if that occurred today i would expect a complete j6 type reaction oh yeah yeah 100 here here's here's what i'll say uh oh i'm sorry rich go ahead go ahead i don't want to take yeah no um i the the Bundy Ranch was an interesting case, um, and, and I, I actually I'm not familiar with prosecutions afterwards, but yeah, you would want uh, a group of people just like how uh, the protesters. I think, and I don't mean to sound revolutionary with this, and I don't mean to be sounding that I'm encouraging agitation, but I don't think people understand who we are how we got our origins from unless maybe they see the freaking gun on your back yeah and I, i'm not promoting violence i'm not saying i'm thinking that they need to see that yes these people are unhappy and they're armed and this country got started that way 
Clive and Bundy and 18 others were charged with felonies. Wow. That's crazy. Um, I'll say this. Let's kind of back it up a hair and just start by saying, I know we're 20 minutes into it, but let's stop now and just say that none of us would ever call for any action of violence. None of us are advocates of violence. None of us would ever act in political violence. We as of right now, we absolutely have disdain for violence. And at the same time, it is a skill that we have practiced for a very long time. And if we had to, for a particular set of reasons, I don't think any one of us here would have an issue taking up arms for something to preserve the natural rights that are given to us by God that are supposed to be guaranteed by our constitution. The government's only job, their only job is to ensure that our natural rights are not being encroached on. And it seems that all they do now is uh-huh. overreach and overstep on our natural rights. Yeah. Let me bring it back to uh, the Battle of Athens after World War II. Oh, good. And then Athens, Tennessee. They, that was a line that they said, do not cross, do not, do not cross this line. Battle of Athens was a bunch of soldiers came back um, from World War II and this whole entire Athens, Tennessee was all ran by cronies. It was tyranny in the United States. The elections were fixed and everything else. So they ran against them. Some people got beat up from voting. And then when it when enough people showed up, it looked like they were going to lose. The, um, the, the mayor and everything sent the sheriff to go collect the the ballot boxes and they were going to count it in the jail away from everyone and then announce the decision. Basically they were going to fix the election. Well, mm-hmm. these are the guys that were fighting the Nazis. So they were like, don't fuck with us. And they went home and they all got their guns and they surrounded the jail and they had basically a shootout at the jail until they until like the sheriff and the mayor and everybody surrendered to him. In fact, they called the governor and and said, send in the National Guard. And the governor looked at how many people were there with their guns and he hung up on them. Dang. He was like, uh, nah, we're gonna sit this one out. <laughs> send the National Wait, Guard, the send the police. Called for the National Guard? Uh, our state police and the governor basically had got word of how many people were outside the the jail with with heavily armed and he's like you guys got this you guys got this i believe in you (laughs) (laughs) good luck like dangle dangle matt said that uh, no one was charged after athens i believe no one was charged after athens in fact i think some of the people that were leading the group in athens they got elected elected. yeah so that's why no one was charged because the new Mm. sheriff was in the part of that group the new mayor was part of that group yeah so i i want to give a little backstory this is 1946 and it was august 1st august 2nd of 1946 so very close Mm. after the end of world war ii yeah and Mm. i gotta Mm. give kudos to these guys that they said hey no no tyranny here yeah Sunlight is the best disinfectant. And you know, now I think we'd all roll over. I mean, 
if there was an election that we ever thought was, you know, improper, I don't think anything like this would ever go on. Yep. Uh, we, we just experienced it. And uh, interesting thing is, my family was on the other side of that battle. Mm. Wait, wait. Your family? Look, look up Battle of Athens. Just... Um, I got it up here right now. What am I looking for? Is there a crumb? What is the political machine? Oh my God! <laughs> political. How did I miss that? Damn! <laughs> I had no idea. Oh my God! So can I can I kick it up a notch real quick, just out of curiosity, and ask a question? So I'll I'll ask. Uh, uh, so Rich, I'll just I'll ask you because you know. So let me ask you this. It, we all haven't clearly defined a line. And I think that that may be one of the challenges here because it's there's a lot of nuance with this, right? So let me ask this. Um, you said if, like, if whoever they are, right? Let's just say they, because I, I don't want to get too specific. If they were to F with your family, you said that's a line for you, right? Uh -huh. And I think all of us, this is not to call anybody out. Like, we all have big things to worry about aside from this but just hear hear my hear my path on this so if they were to come after your guns would that be a reasonable thing to say that's a line for you and, and how are they coming after my guns just constantly doing everything they can to remove or reduce your second amendment right and, all right, and, all right. let's and, let's and do you a don't scenario have to, you don't have to develop each one just just kind of Give me the, the short and sweet if you think, and I'm not saying for you as an individual, let's just say. So if, if this was like they're coming after people's guns after Katrina going door to door. I don't think that's ever going to happen again. I don't think they're that stupid. No, I don't know. I think you're giving them too much credit. I think, uh, I think if it did, it would be a combination of things, but, but just hear me out. Let's say, let's not say we're talking about you, but. Let, let's just say this. If the elites, the government, or they, or whomever, was constantly coming after your guns, would that be a line in the sand for someone? They are now. So Exactly. So I would say, yes, that'd be a reasonable line in the sand. If they were to directly take money from you and take food out of your mouth and your family's mouth, would that be a line in the sand? You're saying they're doing that now. Okay. If they were to commit tyranny on a consistent basis. All right, guys, I'm loading up. And they, <laughs> and they were to uh, fix elections. Would, would would that be tyrannical enough to be a line in the sand? They're doing that now. Okay. And if they were trying to if censor you from, to... from pointing out that they were trying to fix elections, would that be a line yeah. in the sand? Uh, yes. And, and and okay, and one other thing, if they were to commit violence and psychological operations on the general public, would that be a reasonable line in the sand? They're doing that now. Okay, so are we the crazy ones, or are they the crazy ones? It, it I am not saying now's the time, ladies and gentlemen. The frogs are gay and the ARs are hot. It, it's Let's a slow get... boil. We're we're the frogs, and we're getting slowly boiled. Well, we're not the gay frogs. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't want people to get confused. But uh, <laughs> look, all I'm saying is that uh, 
it's very, very easy to say, like, you know, well, my line in the sand is what most people say, right? My doorstep. When it comes on my doorstep, it's been on our doorstep. It, it's not only on our doorstep, it is inside our home. It is in your food. It is in your water. It is everywhere and you can't escape it. It's in your pocket in the form of a small uh-huh. computer uh-huh. that you call your phone. It is in your your web browser. It is your computer. It is the 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 government and big tech walking uh-huh. hand in hand to study you, to make you the enemy, to make general to make people in the general public domestic terrorists. That is a line in the sand. We are there. The question is is how much further should it be allowed to go before we say no, no more? I got two, two well, points here. Mm-hmm. Uh, friend of mine, Chris Ann Hole, and I, I say friend, I don't know if I've talked to her in a year, her and her husband, I've had her, her husband on the show a couple of times. Uh, she, where a lot of people say, hey, we'd be shooting the British in their face right now. Chris Ann Hall says, based on the timeline of the abuses of the British against the colonists, we're, we're still 50 to 75 years before we, we would take up arms against them. Well, I mean, that, that now, I kind of agree with her there. If you look at how many, how long they went and how many letters they petitioned and the, the British, um, you know. They tried everything. They sent Ben Franklin over there. They petitioned. Uh, they 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 did everything possible. Yeah. Right. Right. They they exercised every single possible avenue before the last one, and, and I admire that. And most 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 people couldn't say that uh, we've done that as a populace today. And remember, the British attacked first. It was mass noncompliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that forced them. I, I also just want to add that for the for the people in um in the chat, I'm I, I'm not saying that what I said is proof that now is the time. Okay. I don't want that to be confused. What what I'm saying is for for everyone everyone out there, when this becomes the conversation, that it, it's easy to to fall back on either saying something that that makes you feel good because it's really easy to lie to yourself and say my line in the sand is you know when it comes to my door my line in the sand is when this my line in the sand is when they come take my guns or whatever it, it's there's way more nuance to that which is why we're having these conversations yeah and thank god there's rumble because what other platform could we ever fucking have this conversation on <laughs> have you ever heard the term so- happy fascism Happy fascism. I don't think so. It's does it come with a social credit score? Could, but it it is basically they they take away a little part of your rate and say it's for your own good, but they don't take away too much. Then they wait a little bit longer and take a little bit more. It's hey, like drip, 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 and you keep on moving, yeah. and then all of a sudden. You're like, oh, we'll never be living in a fascist or totalitarian or tyrannical society. But and all of a sudden, there. you're in it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you went there happily. I mean, like the EU. Pets. All right. Do we do... John probably has this memorized. John, do you know what the Third Amendment is? The Quartering Act? 
Yes. Do you know what that meant? Yes. Get, all right, tell us. What do you want to know about it? Well, they, were, they, so weren't, they, they weren't allowed to quarter into your own house because basically they were worried about people spying on you. Yes. Yeah. That was that was a big one there. And but you know what you know my old saying how I always say I always say that uh, Big Brother is real and we are Big Brother because we are spying on ourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we're we're yeah we're doxing ourselves all the time. Yeah. I mean whether you know there's three devices in my car that are giving away my location at all time or yeah. a license plate or recording your entire trip from point A to point B. Oh yeah, I forgot. Then that's five. Yeah, because that's my phone also. And you know what? I and the thing is, people don't get this. That people are like, "Why are you against uh, speed cameras and red light cameras?" It's like because it's a Big Brother thing. Well, it makes us safer. It's like, no. If you actually look at the studies, it actually doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it does right. let them track exactly where you're going. Your phones. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they have caught murderers. Because of cell phones. That is undeniable. Mm-hmm. But what is the price of that? It's quite costly. In- especially when you look at the historical, like, look at our country. And we have always stood for, it is better to let a hundred guilty criminals go free. Thank you. Than one innocent man, you know, yeah. spend their life in jail. Well, but uh, go ahead. This is an interesting thing I was going to get to. Um, I've done a lot of like political work, right? And we were, I was working for a group and we were targeting people that worked in the Capitol. Well, how do we know whether, how they worked in the Capitol? Well, apps on their phone tell us where they are most of the day. And if they were in the Capitol most of the day, we could target them directly with ads by geofencing off the Capitol. So you're most efficiently spending your advertising dollar. Yeah. Thank you, Hulu. Yeah. Hulu, if you have Hulu on your phone, it collects where you are most of the day. And people can say, I want to target people that work for such and such company or I'm going to people that work for the U S Congress. And if you, and you have the Hulu app on your phone, it knows where you are. Yeah. So this is kind of an interesting dilemma that I found constantly with this topic. Um, let me, let me first ask you guys this. Have you guys ever seen any YouTuber or any internet personality or anyone stand up and publicly say, this is my line. Cross it, and I will fight you with lethal force. I'll say it. Sure, we will, because we don't fucking care. But most people, have you seen most content creators, we'll call them, say that publicly at all? The answer is no. But let me ask you this, Crump. If somebody walked up to you while you were shopping with your family, and the dude drew a handgun and pointed it at you, what are you going to do? That depends on the situation. Sure. If they say give me a wallet, I'll probably just hand them my wallet because. Yeah. And let, let me let me draw a little bit of a clearer picture. I'm going to throw you, my wallet on the floor. To distract him. And the, <laughs> so um, 
Uh, it reminds me of when I was doing the the training courses and uh, I was with the Tactical Turkeys and I was doing the draw the first shot and I was like, my wallet's right here. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Your point? So my point here is this. If, if you could get the upper hand and you truly believed that you were looking down potentially the barrel of a gun and you were in fear of your life. Oh, uh, blast them. Yeah, you would have no problem saying publicly, I would absolutely kill a person to preserve my innocent life and the innocent life of my family. Hey, I am my mom's son. Yes, and she she smoked a fool that tried to test. She helped um, somebody meet the room temperature challenge. Yes, she deposited. Even though she had to chase him down the road to do it. Yeah, which me. May have been a little bit of a gray area, but hey, back then uh, Virginia was a little different. <laughs> um, so, uh, Rich, you would have no problem saying that you would deposit some jacketed hollow points in their skull bank account and, um, and if, some uh, port Scott. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If if you knew that you were that you were justified, and of course we know if you had absolutely no choice, if you had to do it, if you felt that you were going to lose your life and or face grievous bodily harm. And you had to save your own innocent life and the innocent life of your family. No question. We would all publicly say that we would meet that with lethal force. What is the difference? What is the difference between saying, you know what? And, and I've publicly said this before. If, if, if the government says 80% firearms are banned, banned, not like, well, you have to buy the jig and frame separately and you have to do this and you can't if they are banned outlawed if braces are banned and outlawed those two things i cannot live with if i can't live with those two things and call me unreasonable i have absolutely no problem picking up my gun and fighting for those two things and that may be extreme in some people's views but here's the deal you take away 80 percent frames right you take away those p80s guess what what are you taking away from people you're taking away the ability to build modern firearms in the privacy of their own home with no, you know, no governmental overreach, right? You take away braces. You take away oh, everything that they're going after. It, it is constantly just one little rip. You know those things that you find on like uh, community billboards and thing, or community um, uh, like cork boards where there's like little phone numbers that you rip off and stuff like that. If there's like a hundred of them on there. You someone rips one off, no big deal. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. All of a sudden, fifty are gone, and half are gone. You're like, whoa! Like this is just slowly being ripped apart, one shred at a time. And then all of a sudden, you're left with nothing. So at some point, you got to say, no, no more. So those two things, I say, for me personally, if they are banned, that's a no go for me. Two braces, that's a no go for me. Now, luckily, we're in a good place with both right now. I don't know that these are going to end like that. That may seem really, really petty, but I, I don't care. I have no problem publicly saying that. I've publicly said that before. In that? addition to that, coming after, at, like repossessing our firearms or outlawing firearms, right? If, if all of a sudden, like when uh, Virginia, HB uh, 951 or whatever it was, the outlawing of assault weapons, most handguns, ARs, AKs, suppressors, all that shit. Nope, won't do it. You're welcome to come and get them. But they're going to be way more creative in the the future with these kinds of things. 
they're going to um, gangbangers in Chicago have machine guns. <laughs> this is true. Um, what do we have? Someone tearing up the chat? No. No, I, I wanted to drop a joke in in the chat, but it's too big. Oh. All right. Well. So okay. So here I'll I'll end on this. Um, so those things that that's too far for me right and now that's for me personally now there's a lot of nuance within those things right um and at the same time if we were to be in a place where they are overstepping and taking con and, and they're already doing this like we've already discussed they are actively doing this they're taking our guns they're taking our money they're impacting our lives and our children they're i mean they, they are already so far down this road that it, it's it's kind of a joke but we need to have this conversation. Otherwise, other people won't be able to have this thought exercise too. But in the future, if they do this, if they were to come and say, okay, we're taking the guns, it's not just going to be a door-to-door -door situation. It is going to be a combination of things where they are literally putting out bench warrants for free-thinking people like us, like you guys out there. They will be pulling you over while you're in your dress slacks and your, you know, on your lunch break and they're going to pull you over for a speeding ticket and boom, you get taken where you don't have the opportunity to fight. It'll be something like, you know, you jaywalking across the street, bam, picked up, gone. You, you, you don't even have the opportunity to fight. So it, it, I think they're going to be way more creative the next time around. Well, here's the thing. It's not only that is if you, I mean, we, we're a lot more free than even to our neighbors to the North in Canada. In Canada, they have charged religious people with with preaching that homosexuality is a sin. Now, I don't care if you believe that or not, but prosecuting someone because what their religion says and finding them is absolutely freaking ridiculous. Look at what they did in Canada to the truckers that protested. They had a peaceful protest. Yeah. They seized the money. Not only did they seize their money, they seized people that donated to them, bank, bank yeah. accounts. Yeah. So I, mean, I think right there, that is a line too far, both of those. And the whole Count Dankula situation where he got criminally charged because he thought it would be funny if he taught his girlfriend's dog to do a Nazi salute. And yeah. they charged him. It was a freaking oh, joke. And the reason why he did it, because he wanted to, because his girlfriend's dog was so cute, he wanted to take something that's so cute and teach it something so vile. Yeah, yeah. Well, dude, let's look at the first 43 minutes of the show. If we said these things in Canada, we would literally be arrested. Yeah, you're probably right. Pretty much any other country in the world, we would be arrested. Yeah. Yeah, the England you, you don't have freedom of speech in Canada or England. We could be arrested in the United States for this. Look at what look at what's happened since COVID. Who right? who was the uh, Twitter guy that uh, was heckling Hillary Clinton? You know, satirical. Oh. He was saying Democrats can vote by texting you know Hillary to some number. Oh yeah, yeah. and they try to He's get a, they try to charge him of saying oh he was trying to interview with the and they knew he was they knew it was a joke oh, it was obvious. Him. It was obvious that was a joke. Yeah, it was obvious that was a joke. Yeah, yeah. But they, they charged him with meddling in an election 
And I mean, I think what he was charged uh, or convicted of like 10 years. So he's going to do 85% of 10 years or something like that. No, was he know. found guilty? Yeah. Yeah. As far as I know, he's in jail. <laughs> that is absurd. Absolutely absurd. Uh, I did that. Actually, that's, that's why I got, I think I got thrown off of Twitter because I did the same thing. And, um, you know, for, I don't know however long period of time and then i screenshot it and talked about it on ig and i got banned from ig for a period of time because of that i got i got banned from facebook because i pointed out that they were letting the french government fact check stuff on the election you mean truth yeah facts yeah, well, I, well, I read an article I mean, and objective, I my truth, your truth, well, actual facts. Well, yeah, I, I actually had them back down and they had to remove all the fact checks. And I guess that really pissed them off. And so they banned me. Continue to come after you. And they'll likely continue to come after anybody who's, you know, free thinking, um, a critical thinker. Well, I, I'm sure we're all flagged on YouTube for whatever critical free thinking of course you know right-wing conservative libertarian you know i'm sure there's all check boxes like that on our profiles on our internal profiles i honestly think and i agree with what you're saying rich but i honestly think that if we were more of what they consider to be like typical mainstream right-wing because we're all kind of more independent we're not like um fighting for political benefit we're we believe in freedom, independence, and liberty. And we're not oh, all... I have this radical manifesto here. Where'd it go? Oh, no. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the U.S. Constitution. What would I do if it was just... Yeah, this, this is a radical... Yeah, that manifesto. radical manifesto. That's... Yeah, yeah. Look, there's three things, okay? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I want you guys to remember this, okay? If a government becomes destructive to these ends okay what they're talking about is life liberty and the pursuit of happiness if a government becomes destructive to these ends it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and institute a new government yeah those are chilling words man uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Jefferson, Jefferson was kind of a radical. I mean, he, he said he was once asked, well, how how long do you think a government should should last before it gets overthrown? And he was like 30 years. Mm. Damn. Yeah, he was he was based. Do you remember that movie Swordfish? Yes. John Travolta? You remember that part where he says Thomas Jefferson once shot a man in the head on the White House lawn for treason? Was that true? I don't think so. I know. I feel cheesy asking like a, a question about something I heard in a movie, but I always remembered that line. And I, as a kid, or well, as a young man watching it, I was always like, "Damn, Thomas Jefferson is based." You know? Um, no, I mean it. That's an urban legend, but it's not true. Uh, Festus the bestest says, "PAD rule will be dead because of APA and other." P80s are not firearms, but now the states will make laws banning them. And since they aren't firearms, the Second Amendment won't help. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, that's that's a valid point. Um, but well, the Second Amendment protects more know. than just firearms. Yeah, I, I but, don't think that we're gonna have that exact, pro especially with the amount of organization. Like John, how many organizations and, um, uh, I guess. You know, like GOA, FPC, you know, Blackhawk, 80% arms, and uh, all you have so many other organizations, JSD, uh, companies and organizations that are constantly fighting this exact battle. Like, this is their livelihood. I think that um, we're probably the safest that we've ever been with 80% frames in the last two years. Yeah, true, Since maybe. Fuck restarted. Maybe, um, but one of the things that 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 is actually a good point, though, because if you look at suppressors, that's why the American Suppressor Association wants to keep on regulating suppressors as firearms, because if they are, they they do have a little bit of it's a little bit, it's not impossible to protect them. Under the Second Amendment, even if they are not considered firearms, but it is a lot easier to protect them. See, isn't it the wasn't it the ATF that um, categorized them as firearms in the NFA, though? Yes. So the the I didn't even know there was something called the ASA. Yeah, American Special Association. Mm, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, they're actually pretty cool guys. Um, Pretty good, pretty cool guys. It's basically every suppressor company in the world. It's a, it's a, tr it's a trade organization. But it's like, uh, yeah, I go to DC with them like once, uh, once a year. Nice. So with everything going on, um, I, I think you know people individually. Um, evaluating their their lines uh, i think is important and i think that it's uh we always say like when we talk about training and preparing for any type of uh self-defense scenario i always say uh and i stole this line i didn't create it uh but uh your mind will never your your body will never go to a place that your mind hasn't gone so like training and, and kind of developing certain situations yeah. and thinking about things is important. You have and to I think, think about it. Kind of the same thing for this. You yeah. definitely do have to think about it. This is just something that we need to think about. It's something that we need to discuss. You need to know, even if you don't want to come out and say, this is my line, knowing where your line is, is something that you need to do. Yeah. You, you need to do it. Um, because... We can go to a dark place. We, 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 everything in this country can get better or it can get worse. And a lot of people who and said, oh, we will never go to tyranny. Well, Reagan, I think it was Reagan that said, uh, we're only one generation away. Right. Mm -hmm. And that, that is true. And with generation... And the generations after our, ours, well, Rich and I are both Gen Xers. Uh, uh, Dark here is a millennial. Um, I am technically a millennial on paper, yes. However, I would never, 
ever identify myself as a millennial because <laughs> I think so. You know, my my brother, who I'm closest with, is 10 years older than me, and all my uh, siblings are older. So even like growing up, it it, it was never like I, I just always felt older. You know, um, I never really connected with the other kids my age, and a lot of them honestly are stuck up, stupid assholes anyway. But I, I am seeing a lot of people that were like born around the same time as me. Their values are shifting. But it, and, uh, it always actually, happens. You know yeah. Kind of and, funny you know how what? that works out. It is. They're and, paying taxes and realizing, holy shit. Well, also, what's the other thing? They have families. Rich, mm -hmm. remember when you and I were talking about this just the other day, like two days ago, we were like, men have this thing that when they get older, when they start families, they start to kind of have a shift and they, you know, kind of live life from most men. Okay. Not everyone. There are shit bags out there, but most men kind of live life from like looking through a lens of gratitude. And mm -hmm. like once mm -hmm. they have a family and kind of, uh, you know, shift their priorities a little bit and they have more responsibilities, they have a family, all of a sudden you start to become more grateful, more disciplined, more, I don't know. Uh, it, it's just something that uh, at least I noticed in me and other people that are kind of close to my age as, as you know, things changed. Um, and I think also this little test run of shit from like COVID and everything else that we've been through over the last three and a half or so years, this has been some of the most difficult times ever. And people that that never even kind of would imagine themselves coming into like the gun communities or like anything like that. They, they've never thought about taking up arms against the government, right? They go buy a Glock, put it in the closet. And then they're like, Holy shit, this is for tyranny. Like what? what? And they start watching like Lucas Bodkins and shit, you know? <laughs> well, I, I, I think COVID was a wake up call for a lot of people. Yep. And I don't think the government thought it was going to be like that. Yeah, they, I, they were... I, I, I do believe that there is this American spirit that's deep down inside most Americans mm -hmm. um, that just bred into us. It's it's stuff that we believe. And and I'm not sure, maybe it's genetic, I'm not really sure. But when they started trying to do some of the more extreme COVID stuff, you saw a lot of people push back and a lot of people started arming themselves and everything else. And that's when they stopped, started backing away from a lot of the COVID restrictions. All of a sudden it was like, oh, just kidding. Everything's better. But if yeah. you look at like Canada, you had two weeks to find the curve. But if you look at Canada, Australia, uh, the UK, a lot of different European countries, it was a day where locked the F down. Dude, look at China. I mean, China. China is still locked down. Into their Dude, are you yeah. guys seeing this like thumbs up bubbles every once in a while? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I saw that. It's I a that. massive delay on Rumble. So when somebody likes it, it's like several minutes later. Uh, also, when somebody chats, it's a minimum of 35 seconds from when they typed it. Okay. Agree with Crump, and it seems like the whole COVID thing ignited that spark in us. I agree. Rooftop Koreans. Yeah, man, brother. Should we talk about, uh, was it April of 94? April 12th, 1992. Two, that's right. 
I have to remember uh, the Sublime song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Samurai yeah. Kasha, where were you? Yeah, man. Um, hey, Rich, you have any idea what we're talking about? What what the what I'm what I'm what I'm quoting? Oh, I have no idea. I I'm not into that music. Sublime, Sublime. is awesome. Sublime is is Sublime. It's it's not hip hop. DC Twisted Sister. I mean, I would say Sublime is closer to what you just mentioned than anything that that uh, like hip hop. Guns and, and Roses. Like yeah. But, so okay, so. Well, sorry, John. If you if you kind of had yeah. a thought, you can go well, yeah. Well, the rooftops Korean thing was something that was interesting during the Rodney King riots. Uh, they were burning L.A. The, the there's people burning yeah, L.A. and they went to Koreatown. The mm -hmm. Koreans went and they grabbed their daewoo's. That's what they had. Daewoo's. They were single shot shotguns, bolt action, thirty odd sixes. <laughs> and and they and they and they actually got into some firefights. Yeah. But you know what never happened? Their business is getting burned down. Facts. Yep. And it's interesting. Um I seem to recall a riot that was a little bit more recent where another gentleman had uh a long gun and uh people tried to test him. And uh they 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 hit F O F A. Yep. And you know what? Oh Some no, F A oh, F A F O, sorry. Some of them died People doing what they loved it. most. Reaching Finding out and trying it. to touch a child. Yeah, he dis he disarmed someone, literally. <laughs> he did disarm someone. <laughs> Fucking spaghetti bicep. Jeez, man, that thing was gnarly. Yeah. Uh, but I I think Think COVID and the summer of love, as I like to refer to it, woke a lot of people up. Uh, Can I ask you a question about that? Sure. What, what do you What do you think is different? And I want both of you guys to chime in. Or sure. Not different. Um, what do you think is worse? Um, what occurred through the 2020 riots or January 6th? The 2020 riots, man. People... So I mean, 2020 riots were a hell of a lot worse. A lot more people died. A lot more people got injured. Businesses were burned down. Yeah. It 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 ruined cities. It it just they're still ruined. Yeah. It caused. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. So, what's really interesting about that is something that all of us here knew, known, is part of our being knowledge that i don't think anybody taught us we just knew no one is coming to bail your ass out you mm -hmm. are your first responder yeah we all knew that for decades yeah well they a don't lot of people found out well they have don't the police don't have an obligation to help you right. that's yeah, a supreme I mean, court I was case aware of that supreme court case for decades um, the yeah, liberty can't be canceled. The uh, autonomous zone. Could you imagine if a bunch of uh, like liberty-minded people went and populated, uh, uh, uh like if what, there was a maga zone, dude, <laughs> they, they would have bombed us. They would have. They would drop bombs on us. 
Well, that's what they believe. They believe that that people that think like that literally need to be removed from the gene yeah. pool. Yes, they they yeah. truly believe that. And when I say, I know I say it on my show and whatever, YouTube is probably going to ban me. I say your government hates you and wants you dead. That is mm. not a joke. That is not an exaggeration. If you are a military aged male, if you're between the ages of sixteen and fifty, okay. I would even say 16 to 60, but if you're between the ages, if you're of fighting age and you are armed and you believe in freedom, independence, and liberty, guess what? Congratulations. You are now a target in the United States. And I don't know how, but people on the extreme left have been able to adopt the FBI. They've been able to adopt the DOJ. They are walking hand in hand with them. They've adopted big tech. It's like the brown shirts. They'll be next. Yeah, it's everywhere, and we are the minority. We are the ones targeted. If if we, and this is what I believe, I believe what truly happened, whether J6 was a total fed op that pushed all these people to go there because they were pissed, they were fucking infuriated that something that they did not believe could ever happen was happening, and that they thought that this election was being stolen from them. You mean you, After, mean, you don't believe that Trump was was way up until three o'clock in the morning then from three o'clock in the morning at three thirty he was way down so like in a 30 minute time period you ever uh, seen the graph of the election i mean after counting was stopped yeah they stopped they said we're gonna started. start we're, we're gonna we're gonna start it tomorrow morning and they decided to start at three o'clock in the morning they came back and it was like the line was like this yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry i'm i'm i miss what you're saying there yes. line was straight uh, up and down it was insane huh. yeah i I don't believe that that election was free and fair, and I don't believe we'll ever have another election that's free and fair. And I don't believe previous elections were free and fair. I believe they were less tainted, but they have always... I don't know if we've ever had one that is truly free and I'm fair. I'm sure there's ever. always some amount of cheating, period. Sure. But and, however small, whether it's I signed my grandma's ballot and mailed it in, However small it may be, I'm c certain there's cheating in every election. But you can't say that. So and if you if you say that, then you are an extremist and you are an election I denier. Can prove it. But I can but prove it. but you know what the yeah. funny thing is? They went four freaking years mm -hmm. saying that the election was stolen. Trump and, when Trump won. Yeah. And yeah. not only that, Dude, when George Bush won, when George Bush won, it, they they were stolen, stolen. When what's her face in Georgia lost? Yeah, Stacey yeah. Abrams. What's that crazy lady's name? Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. It, yeah, it, Ryan Beater. I know Brian. If you look at like the snippets of, um, um, you know, back then, right? It, it the only thing they're talking about on the news is that this. There's no way, absolutely not. There's no way possible this could happen. It, doing the same thing and then flash flash forward to uh the election that uh you know trump won and they're they 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 cannot have it both ways they constantly do uh -huh. Uh -huh. but but do. here here was my they point do. with all this so you you put all these thousands and thousands and thousands of people in one place that are all pissed that believe their election is being taken from them okay these these people think trump is going to save them okay I don't personally believe that. I don't subscribe to 
any idea of any one president or one no. person being able to save us. If, if you if you into this. if you do, that's called a cult of personality. And I'm not even yeah. a Trump Trump fan, but yeah, yeah, I would take Trump absolutely over Biden all day. I would swallow my vomit in my mouth and I would fucking vote for him because I believe I believe that Trump is the reason that we're here with everything that we're dealing with the overreach of the ATF. They have never ever had the amount of overreach that they've had since I, the I agree. ban. And, but here's my point, okay? So thousands and thousands of people are all in one place, whether it was a Fed op or not to get them there. Who knows? It was a Fed op. And um, you have people that just experienced an entire year of their cities and their country being burned the fuck down. So they said, you know what? Fuck you. It's my turn. And they wigged out. They were also coaxed and encouraged and brought in, like literally, like it was like a a, a dust. What's that? Shit? A dustpan, right? They were just scooping and scooping and scooping and working their way in there, and they got what they wanted. But they want to drive us to violence. So it's so hard for us to to sit back and say, you know what? We have the capabilities. We have the tools. We have the resources. We have the training. We have everything that we need. But we do not desire to fire the first shot and they are going to do every single thing they can to provoke violence on you know our side people of opposing thoughts because that that's the only way they get what they want that's the only way they get the narrative that we want so be aware of that when you are drawing your line in the sand that's a very very good point because i, I do agree People always say that the government is doing like false flags and stuff like that, but they really don't have to do false flags. I mean, I'm sure they do, but all they need to do is to push, 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 push that button until someone snaps. How is that not a false flag? Well, uh, what I'm saying is, I don't think that they're going to use like you, crisis you spin actors. You somebody up and you let them loose. You're, you're, you're creating the incident. Well, the false. You're I'm talking about. I'm talking about in tradition, the traditional way. Right. Like in, it just kind of in a general. It's false flag on remote. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're not. So the. Go ahead. The the other point I, I want to get back to the riots. Uh, so a lot of people found out that nobody's coming for them to protect them, to save them. Yep. And they found out that they they were their own first responders. Through the other the thing the liberals found out is you don't just walk into the hand cannon store and walk out with a hand cannon. They're like, yes, most of them, please. Easier to paperwork? buy than a stapler. There's paperwork? <laughs> like you voted for this shit. Mom. I gotta wait? What do you mean? Yep. I want the gun show loophole. Yeah, is there a way that we can do the gun show loophole instead? <laughs> Hold on. I went and I bought this Glock online, but it's saying I need to go to the gun shop and do paperwork? That's so weird. Like, So, yeah, all, all of the things that they've been programmed with, that mm -hmm. there are internet gun sales. <gasps> oh, I was on NPR arguing about that with somebody from uh, Mom's Demand Action. She was like, you can just get it buy a gun and get it shipped directly to your house through the internet. That's yes, what we're trying to shut yes, down. I was, and I was like, Oh no, this was Sears catalog, 1928. That was a Thompson submachine gun. And I was, like, I was like, I was like, no, that's, that's not, that's not correct. Yes, it is. I'm a subject matter expert in it. It's like, no, you're not. 
Yeah, like, you would you would know that's totally wrong. Going, yeah, click checkout cart, right? Like, no, it ain't gonna happen. But but also, look, I'm in a crazy way. I'm grateful for this. You know what happened? So during during all this crazy shit, while all this is going on, a bunch of people did try to buy guns, and in some areas they couldn't. So you know what they ended up doing? They went on the internet and they found that you could buy a frame, drill some holes, remove some material, and boom, they could build. I mean, it's more than that, right? But you could build a, a Glock frame and then build some parts. And it's just like Legos, they say, right? So then they come into the community and then they try to find videos and they can't find any videos on YouTube. And they're like, well, what the hell? This is censorship. This is crazy. And then they start finding people like Marine Gun Builder and people all in the community all over the place there are people that had held completely different views that came in their first gun that they owned was a home built glock well, and then boom changes their views well i worked with a guy that was so anti-gun so anti-gun and then i went into a shooting range here this is before xcal opened it was a silver eagle and I oh, saw him walking in, and I was like, "Dude, what do you have there?" He was like, "Oh, I got my AR and my Glock." Like, but you, but you're anti-gun. He goes, "I've been meaning to call you. I was so wrong. You were right. This is after the riots and the COVID. Yeah. You know." He was like, "You're yeah. so wrong. I was so wrong. You were right." And I was like, so, oh, do you yeah. think this the whole? Uh, Kung flu and all of the riots and all of that backfired on the Fed. That now the lefty nutnigs, gun grabbers, are like, hmm, maybe uh, I ought to have a gun. I don't think you're going to save them all. A, yeah, so yeah, I, I don't. No, I, I have, there's never a case where it's a hundred percent, but there, there is a bit more that are in our camp. Absolutely. And I, I don't mean they, they switched political ideologies. I mean. They realize they need a cordless high-speed hole puncher. Mm -hmm. Look, I think all it takes is to change one of your views, okay? Once you change one of your views, you start looking at everything differently. And that I think freedom seed is going to grow. Mm -hmm. And I think that, uh, you know, people end up in the situation where they're like, man, you know what? I held these views because I was told to. Uh, if you think about it, politics are like religion. They are inherited through birth, through family. And oh, absolutely. A lot of times absolutely. You, you're kind of programmed as far as what you should think and what you should believe. And then all of a sudden you start to grow up and develop a mind of your own. And then when one thing changes, you start looking at everything differently. And if you don't inspect your own views, if you've never been challenged on your views, man, that is something that will totally make you reevaluate everything. When so, I remember the first time somebody really, really pushed me, and it was when I, I mean, I was God, I don't know, I was probably like 18, 19, and uh, somebody pushed me hardcore to the point where I was upset, but I, I wasn't upset at them, I was upset at myself because I, I was basically fleeced i was like i had the wool pulled over my eyes because i thought i knew what i believed in but until somebody really challenged me and they they went like several layers deep on each question and i had to stand up and explain 
and validate my answers and my reasons and go deep on each explanation. And I couldn't because I didn't truly believe what I thought I believed. Those were things that were installed in me, programmed within me. And uh, that's why, you know, when we talk about this a lot on my show, I'm like, look, ask people questions. Don't be a dick. Just ask them a question. When they answer, ask them another question about their answer and go one level deeper. When they answer again, ask them another question deeper on that. Well, tell me more about that. What do you mean by that? How'd you come to that conclusion? And then keep going deep. Go three levels deep. You will completely change their perspective. But you're not changing their mind, right? They're changing their own mind. Exactly. We can come up and we can vomit words at people and it will never change anything about the way that they think. But when you ask them questions that are thought provoking and they come out and they have to explain something and they're like, shit, I don't even know this or understand this, but I'm sitting here saying that I believe it. If they are a genuine person and a good person, they will go home, look in the mirror, cry a little bit and then (laughs) reflect and then you probably change that person's views forever. But now we're out here seeing like Antifa and full kit and shit with like ops core helmets, fucking plate carriers and Safari land rigs. I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? So it's a totally different level. Those types of people that are totally extreme in their views. I think those types of folks are a little bit more difficult to, to work on. Yeah, well, the Antifa's always been into guns for like a long time. But a lot of people just didn't realize it. You know, with the John Brown Gun Club and stuff like that. Yeah, I just think that it, it's it's different when um, you know they're they're fighting against our rights, but they're exercising the same rights to use as tools against us. Yeah, well, they want to control. Us. It's 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 all it's about control, man. That's all it is. Yeah. It's about it's it's definitely it's definitely about control, and that's one of the things that one of the lines in my sand is how much control am I willing to give up? Mm-hmm. You know, how much am I willing to let other people control me? Point. Just like uh, yeah. there was a, there was like a few years ago, probably like back in like 2017, 2018, when uh, Stormfront got kicked off when they got their domain seized by Network Solutions. Stormfront was a neo-Nazi site. And I have no love for neo-Nazis, but I was just like, I was like, this is wrong. They shouldn't have their stuff. People were like, what? You you backing up neo-Nazis? I was like, no, that's not what, right. <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. Free speech yeah. isn't about popular speech. Free mm-hmm. speech is about unpopular speech. And you never know when your speech is going to become unpopular. So yeah. you fight for everyone's right. There's a whole saying that says, you know, I, I you know, I don't agree with you, but I'll I, fight to the death for your right to say it. Yeah. Right. I post that in the chat. So that's uh, that's interesting. I was actually going to say, um, you know, Rich just typed that in the chat. And I think the only way we can 
I guess, like stand true to our values. If we're saying that, that we believe so much in our natural rights that we're willing to fight and die for it, then we have to be reasonable enough to say, even though I disagree with what you guys are saying, I would absolutely fight and die for you to have that right to say it. Right. Well, look, look at it, Antifa. Antifa with guns, right? Mm-hmm. Don't agree with Antifa. I think Antifa is a dangerous ideology and stuff like that. But I do support their right to bear their right to bear arms. Yeah, like when Hunter was charged with uh, lying on the forty four seventy three, that's fucking wrong. Why? Because the forty four seventy three is wrong. He lied to the government. Who fucking cares? Fuck the government. The the thing that really killed me was watching YouTube and seeing people on on our side, right? And I hate to say it like that because it's so divisive, but people that think more like we do that we're celebrating, right? There are people that have channels that are all around guns and freedom and independence and prepping and all that that were literally celebrating when Hunter Biden was charged. Like, what the fuck is that? I read an op-ed on that, actually. Yeah? Yeah. um, Of how... uh, On how, like, we shouldn't celebrate. You know, it's a... And, dude, there was pushback on that. Of course, because no one likes, do you think people that uh, are like us, like, let's say, you know, we got guns, we got full kit, we got gear, training and all this shit, right? It doesn't make us warm and fuzzy to see Antifa running around in full kit. But if we, if we say, well, they can't do that, they shouldn't do that, now it's totally asinine and backwards that they go out there and they run around and they say, assault weapons should be banned, and then they're running around in full kit with shellback plate carriers, safari land rigs, and AR-15s, and ops core helm. Bro, who's funding y'all? Oh, well, the uh, DSA is funding you guys, so that's, that's different, but... It, it, we yeah. have we have to stay strong in our convictions and say, you know what? I would fight and die for, for your right, even though I dislike and disapprove of everything else, every single thing that you say. And plus, this is why training is important. Because if you train like a motherfucker, you will win that gunfight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's 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 a lot and there there's there's a lot to take in. This topic is kind of heavy. And it's not, yeah. it was, and it's an open ended topic. Yeah. You know, it's open ended. I think the main point is that people need to know where their line is and they need to have a plan and they need to be able to execute that plan and to execute that plan. There's a lot of nuance with it, too. And there's a lot of nuance with it. It's not, it's, this was an open ended question tonight. And I and it was meant to be an open-ended question. I think that's the best type of discussions. Yeah. That 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 we can have. Um, there's a lot of nuance. There's a lot of there's, there's tons of nuance. And I think, especially from our side, well, both sides actually, but I see this on our side. Nuances always get lost. Yeah. Everything is uh, everything is always black and white to people um, on on either side, basically, and 
we don't live in a black and white world. We live in a world of shades of gray. Mm-hmm. 50. And that is something that we need we need to we need to realize yeah uh now dang old matt um i don't i don't disagree with what you're saying so he said i celebrated because it was show the corruption or side with the 2a so i i very much dislike that there is a multi-tiered not a two-tiered a multi-tiered justice system Lady Justice had her blindfold removed a long time ago. And at the same time, if dang old Matt ended up in that position, getting charged for lying on a 4473, I would disagree with it just as much. I disagree when could a back. Yeah, it any anyone, right? Like it I don't think there is such a thing as a um like uh, when people are charged with illegal possession of a firearm or a, a, a like how how can a gun be illegal? How can a gun be illegal? I think I think it's the actions of possessing that gun. But but I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it, well, it's likewise with speech. Speech is not illegal. It's a call to action that is law breaking. Well, can you say fire in a crowded theater? Absolutely. Yeah. If there is a fire. A fire. <laughs> I really hate that argument. It is such a it's weak argument. It's the worst argument ever. Yeah, I know. It's just you, you got to, you know, find a little bit of humor in that. Um, no, but I, I think that uh, though it's wrong that, that we're still suffering with a two-tier justice system. Oh, and now that we're celebrating what? Um, Three years now, three for three years, George Floyd has been sober. But now that wow. uh, now that Derek Chauvin is going to have his um, um, appeal, it is highly likely that he is going to be released. From what I'm hearing, what do you guys think is going to happen when Derek Chauvin is fucking released? If they if they do release, are they going to do it right before the election? Ooh, ooh. Ooh, man. Wow. Wow. What a nightmare that would be. Yeah. Dang. Dude, that, it, the country would melt. They would not know what to do. Now, maybe it's been long enough to where they forgot, right? To where they forgot about it. But People have short memories, dude. man. Especially in this country. I'll tell you what. Well, worldwide. It went down with that. Oh yeah, they absolutely have shorts. I'm sorry, I'm I'm on one tonight. I'm like, talkity talk talk. I can't shut up, but I don't mean to interrupt you guys. I'm just, I'm just excited to be here. That's all. Um, but look, like everything that went down with that situation, he did not. Like that's not murder one. Well, I, I don't know if you want to get into this, okay? But all I'm saying is that everything that went down with that situation was sketchy as fuck. Everything from the moment that the first interaction occurred when Thomas Lane, who is Derek Chauvin's brother-in-law, the first responding officer, went away, stepped away, and called Derek Chauvin on his cell phone and said, hey, guess who's here? And then who shows up later? Derek Chauvin shows up. And Derek Chauvin is all of a sudden engaged with uh, with this uh, 
um, person of which he, whom he doesn't know. Wrong. He does know him. They actually worked security together at this uh-huh. same fucking building that he was trying to spend that counterfeit $20 bill. And it just so happens that there's all sorts of, um, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, when people are alleging things, uh, there's like claims that there's this counterfeit money ring being run out of that building. And then all the, if you pull up all the LLCs of that, uh, that uh, address, they're like constantly going through different LLCs and different family members' names. And like a week after that, there was somebody in like a canoe with a, a, a boat with like a million $1 bills trying to get into Canada and all this crazy shit. And I, there was way more to that story that no one will ever know. And the only people that really know what was going on are incarcerated and or dead yeah so i don't i don't think we'll ever find out the the true story but what does that to do with lines in the sand it has to do with absolutely nothing at all all right but but what i'll add is this things may occur due to that which may bring us to a situation where people will have to evaluate their line when um like those uh the two people that walked out during that BLM riot and uh, drew guns and shit, that was stupid and ridiculous. But, you know, um, you may have to reevaluate your own line, the line for your family, if your entire neighborhood is being burned down by looters. And I think uh, we should adopt, let me say this differently. Hey, Kurt, good to see you. Our only Chenna member. Wow. I think it's uh, important that we, uh, oh, I can't say that either. Shit. Um, it would be best if some people were to go the route of the roof Korean. I'll say that. All right. All right. I think we're done here tonight. Yeah. I think we had a really good conversation. Uh, we'll be back next week. And I think it's, uh, I think dark's up next week. Yep. Yes, sir. We're going to talk about the rapture. I'm just kidding. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'll, I'll, you know what, guys, hit me up on Instagram or um, uh, email Instagram, any of that DLD after dark on Instagram. Uh, Send me your ideas for conversations that you want to hear next week. And we'll, we'll go from there. Maybe we can talk about the summer of love or something like that. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll make it interesting. All right. Follow Flying Rich at FlyingRich.com, Flying Rich Firearms on YouTube, Flying Rich on YouTube, Flying Rich underscore official on Instagram. You can always follow uh, DLD After Dark at DLD After Dark on DLD underscore after dark after underscore whatever on Instagram. Yeah. DLD After Dark separated by underscores. Yeah. Or DLD After Dark on YouTube. And check out uh, DLDHardware.com, DLDHardware.com for all your gunsmithing needs. And you can yes. follow me over at YouTube on uh, John Crump News, John Crump Live, and also on MLN. I will see you guys later. You were just triggered by the Uncensored Podcast. Be sure to come on back next time to get pissed off all over again. Be sure to send your hate mail to hate at uncensored.wtf. Ah!